Breaking news. It's Myth Takes. And it's me, your anchor, um, Colin. Nope, I couldn't think of anything. Uh, Calling it in. Colin Parker. Uh, Breaking on the street, we're going to go out to our uh, correspondent who's out in the middle of a field for literally no reason. Uh, We're cutting away to Lindsay Nelson. How are you doing out there? Uh, It's hot out here and there are a lot of bugs, Colin. Mm, Fascinating. We'll come back to you more at 11. And uh, also out on the street, different street, uh, actually completely in a different time zone, is Morgan Spatola. We sent you to the wrong airport. Uh, How's it going? Well, I uh, am at the wrong airport, but I can tell you that I am here and ready to roll. Fantastic. Baggage claim is just down the hall. And with that being said, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Come back for your local news at 11 with weather, uh, because it looks like the weekend is going to be nice and bright and shiny. I'm not sure what any of that was, but it's myth takes. Uh, And we're here. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Uh, You know, the last time we saw each other, things were pretty interesting. You went to a carnival. You thought everything seemed cool. Everything was fine. Everything was fun. You went in under the big top and you sat there and everything was fun. It was great. There was a lot of things happening, a lot of rings in the circus. Uh, Many people there, you know, just kind of crowded. And then the swirling imagery happened and we saw... Uh, a, a little tiny man in the who was the ringleader uh, start to hypnotize everybody. Uh, one of you came very close to falling under the spell as well, but you managed to break free. You also managed to take out, uh, oh God, I forgot their names. I didn't write this down. Chuckles and Tickles, I think, or something like that. Oh yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, you, took, you took them out. Um, I had a whole list of things like, you know, clown names. And for some reason, I didn't write down which ones I went with. It's okay. They're Um, all dead now. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, those two certainly are. Uh, (laughs) And uh, then then you went out and you got your car. Uh, We had a couple really interesting, like, uh, mini uh, scenes here. So the first one was you got the car and you went through a fence. You took out a few enemies that way. And then uh, we finally put into, haha, I know Daniel will hate this, but in media res, I just wanted to do that on purpose. Uh, But no, in the show, we finally put into like a form of like a scene work, uh, Noctis getting the sledgehammer as you drove past the the strength test. uh, And you drove through the crowds, you, you know, whacked some people, you shot some people, you ran over some people. And you went Okay, all they the weren't way. people though, Colin. They were like evil monsters. We definitely we, we did check, check that first on their to make humanness. sure we didn't kill any people. Yes. Yes. That's very important to me. We didn't well, kill yes, people. You know, it's you know <laughs> We specifically well, asked before assessing our level of violence. That's yes. fair. Uh, yes, and now that's you're making true. a face that's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's, it's more of a semantics thing, is all I it really know. is. I know. Um, I mean, because you know they are humanoid. Uh, they were, you know, perhaps human adjacent. We'll say. Yeah. Um, and 
you made your way to the back of the uh, the the giant carnival uh, big big top tent, uh, and you were like, you, "Sorry, you, let me try this again." Your plan essentially was to enter into the ring. Oh, I'm so sorry. I do want to point out one final thing that you did because I forgot about this and it was cool. You took out the clown car that had like seven clowns in it or something like that mm -hmm. by Noctis like reaching out and as Allie spanned the car basically sideways. I did a Tokyo drift. <laughs> pretty much. Noctis like, you know, baseball batter up, smashed a exploding pie back into their car and so their good. car you know, got destroyed, uh, which was very metal and very cool. Perfectly. Um, very, you know, fast and furious, <laughs> yeah. um, but with cryptids <laughs> and clowns. <laughs> so your plan essentially was to go through the back of the tent, enter into the ring, and essentially just turn on your bright lights, I assume, was was or just have the headlights on. We were just, trying to go Yeah, yeah shine the lights in the and, eyes of the and, hypnotized mm -hmm. people and see if it would... Shake right, them out of and it. Try to break them free. Uh, the last thing that you saw uh, in the show was as you approached the entryway, out of that came the big strong man, the only the only human there. He is, you know, big and burly. He's like seven foot tall. I mean, he is jacked. I mean, the rock is probably a little jealous of how big <laughs> this guy is, you know? And uh, I don't remember the clever one-liner I had. Uh, it, it was probably some sort of joke about the like on the Hulk, something about like smashing, was for sure what I said. Uh, but you know, he definitely did like a strongman pose. I can't do them because I'm not necessarily a strongman. But he definitely was like, you know, oh, okay, Morgan's breaking out the guns. <laughs> I mean, just absolutely showing off. Um, but he essentially just sort of flexed big time. And was like, does Voldania, this is end of line, kind of thing, you know? And uh, that's where we find you. You are, he's the only thing that stands between you and the tent. So, what do you do? <laughs> the fun thing is, we've had a long time to think about this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I still don't have an answer. Yeah, I don't know that I actually spent much time <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> sometimes we take breaks between sessions and I come back and I'm like, listen, here's what's going down because right. I made a plan and I did not do that this time. So, um, I mean, Linz, we could run him down, but I also just like don't. I mean, I guess that's what we were doing before. I was like, how do we feel about vehicular manslaughter? <laughs> well, that he is, yeah, I don't know, a person, uh, a human is definitely, because, yeah, I've just been whacking people with a hammer. And yeah. That seems like a viable option, except for the whole human thing. Right, right. But he is, like, super strong and can probably lift a car. In fact, I think we saw him lifting a car earlier in the mm -hmm. tent. And so maybe if we run him down, it'll just weaken him and not kill him. <laughs> Just hit him at like 35 miles per hour instead of like fully okay. gunning it. <laughs> okay, so here's what's going to happen then. Okay. I'm going to, yeah, gun it up to 35 <laughs> miles an hour, but not any more than that. And then hit cruise control. And then, yeah, and then hit him going 35 miles an hour 
I put my hand like you know like when you have to hit the brakes really fast and you like put your hand over whoever's in the passenger mm-hmm. seat. <laughs> yeah. I do that to knock it. The, the parent <laughs> I was, like, moves. Go hit him. Yeah. The parent go, moves. Like, yeah. I've, exactly. I've got you. You know yeah. you're not gonna go through the windshield. The fun thing is I do that to my purse all the time because <laughs> I put my purse in the passenger seat and whenever I'm like I'm like ah and I slam my hand out so it doesn't fall like. Oh, I do that. I regularly have stuff anyway. stacked um, to the passenger seat. And I do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. I feel better now. Um, the other thing is is there's a question here for you. Okay. Are both of you seat belted in? Oh, of course. Me? Yes, of course. Noctis is partially out the window with their hammers, so no. <laughs> okay. But I do, but I, you know, I'm doing That's the thing okay. with the arms, so okay. I feel like so that counts for something. Okay, so the first thing that we have to do is, is Morgan slash Allie, I'm yeah. going to need you to roll a act under pressure. Okay. That was a six. We're starting strong today. <laughs> okay. Uh, Noctis, I also need you to now roll an act under pressure. We're going to die. <laughs> I rolled a ten. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> so here's what's going to happen. Morgan has failed spectacularly. Mm-hmm. Not spectacularly, just sort of barely. Uh, 35 miles per hour was not fast enough for the strong man. Damn. You go, you, you quote unquote gun it, and then you cruise control up to 35 miles per hour and heartily, I mean with one hand, <laughs> he sort of readies himself <laughs> And then puts a hand out and grabs the car by the grill as you approach him, and he lifts the car straight up above his head. Yeah, I was now, worried because, he might do that. <laughs> because you rolled a ten, uh, you do not fall out of the window and out of the car, and you also don't lose a weapon. Uh, you are at this point essentially safe. Uh, you, I mean, basically you're just both in the car. Um, or actually, you know what? I will. I'll give you a choice. You can essentially not fall out of the car and still be in the vehicle, uh, in your seat, but now lifted straight up above this man's head. Or if you would like, you don't fall out, but once you see that the car is going up, you can essentially jump out to safety uh, and not be in the vehicle, but essentially land on your feet, have your weapons at the ready. I, I will let you choose which And this is, Noctis one. can do that, not This is Allie. Noctis, not yeah. you. You <laughs> failed. <laughs> you don't You don't get a, a second chance, Fine. essentially, here. You, you have to have something bad happen to you, unfortunately, is how oh, that runs. No. Uh, I think uh, Noctis will dive out of the car. Okay. Choice. So Noctis is now separated, but, you know, again, safe. Allie... You are suspended in the air, uh, and if you don't find a way, essentially, to escape this grasp, uh, when the car comes down, you will take damage. Uh, Because, you know, being lifted from the front of the car, seven feet straight into the air, and then dropping a little bit more than that, because you're now, you know, you're not at the tip of the car, you're kind of in the center, that's a that's a good enough drop that that could do some some bonkage we'll say some uh, some blunt force 
Yeah, I, you know, instead of blunt yeah. damage, I think yeah. they just call it bonk damage bonk now. Bonk damage, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so that's where we find ourselves. And he hasn't said anything. He's just laughing. Uh, what kind of car did you say you drive again? I don't remember. I was trying was to think about that, and I feel like Toyota I said Corolla? some kind of sedan. We all freaked out and couldn't think of. Okay, yeah, I think that's it was what I Toyota thought. Was it a Toyota Corolla? Okay, because I said a sedan, and then you were like, <laughs> like "What kind I of sedan?" Know. And I was like, "I don't know." Right, because I knew are. that you don't know cars. I mean, I don't really either. But yeah, yeah. So uh, actually, I, I changed my mind. He does say one thing. He just goes, <laughs> "Puny foreign car," you know, just like. <laughs> He just thinks it's so funny that Toyota. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's foreign for him too. That's true. I mean, it's foreign. You know, it's it's Toyota, and it's not it's not necessarily found in the only Russian cars are. I've never heard of the for sure. Yeah, the imposing reputation of Russian cars is not something I'm very familiar with. I mean, here's the thing: they probably don't run well. They are probably a little explosive. Maybe, they, just a bit. They still are just kind of like, oh, easy, best car in market. You know, and you're like, I don't know about that. Your gas mileage is five. You know, <laughs> uh, they're like, eh, you don't go far anyway, you know. Uh, so that's where we find ourselves. Okay. What do you do now? Well, I want to get out of the car. And you're okay. going to just probably punish me heartily for this. But what I would like to do is... Like, get out of the car, but like, in such a way that I can land on top of him because he is like directly under me. So I could just kind of like tuck and roll, you know, like do a front roll and then like, like a cat, <laughs> just like get him and land on him somehow um, because I want to attack with my claws at that point. I, cause I, I have to be close range. So, sure. Um, Okay, so the thing is, so when you fail, right, you know, you have, you bring a lot of unwanted attention to yourself. Oh, yeah. So because I'm of aware. that, that means that essentially, you know, if you fail this one, there's damage no matter what. Okay, that's fine. Um, if you succeed, you know, m there might not be consequence. I mean, again, it kind of depends on exactly on how you paint the picture and where things end up. Because if you do still end up technically directly under the car... It could still be pretty bad. But if I'm under the car close to him, because no matter what, I'll end up close to him. Like, he's not going to drop the car on himself. I mean, if he, you like, claw him, he might. I mean, he's a madman. Who knows? Stop that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, stop that. Oh, okay. Well, uh, you defeat him handily, and you all go home. Nice. That's all I had to say? That's all you had to do. Just had to say please. Um, okay. So, roll. I guess act under pressure is really the only type of roll, because this is not kicking ass. Okay, it was an eight. Okay, a mixed success. A hard choice or a worse outcome. Okay, uh, you go to do this move, maneuver. Uh, you want to swing across the set, like, because here's the thing, what you're, what you're describing to me is you want to go out the window and then sort of Well, no, I'll open the monkey. door. I don't have to go out the window. I can open the door. <laughs> okay. I mean, Why either not? way. Look, because, Colin, if yeah. I open the door, I'm close. I can start closer to the bottom of the car, so I'm lower down, right? Like, imagine sitting in your car and opening the door and then just going head first out of it. Like, that's what the plan is. Just, like, tuck and roll, baby. 
Okay, just to be sure, the car is not lifted this way. It's lifted this way. Oh, I didn't know that. That's what I was saying. When he he grabs the grill of it and lifts straight up like that. Listeners at so home, Colin went, went horizontal to vertical, and I did not right. know the car Sorry, was vertical. Perhaps maybe I didn't describe it the best way, but essentially my my perspective was that you are facing him, like his head and the ground, which is why you when it, when you fall, you would fall like um, essentially. Isn't you know, face the windshield the of the car gone? Jeez. Was that a thing that happened earlier in the fight? The windshield yeah. of the car is gone. That's, That's true. true. Okay, so you want to go out through the windshield. Dad's going to be so mad. Yeah, I want to go out through the windshield. Uh, okay, so, I mean, it's a mixed success. So, essentially, you go to do this cool thing that you described. That, you know, it's going to be so cool. So cool. Uh, and last second, In her head, she's like, this off, is great. Your foot kind of gets caught up no. in the, the wheel. And so you have to kind of lean up and sort of wiggle yourself free. But now your hands are on your leg and the car and not on him. And instead, you fall straight to the ground. Uh, you are not on him, and you are now okay. at his feet. Uh, right. You will not take any damage, um, but you are essentially not necessarily in immediate attack range or whatever okay. you want to call that. Okay. We don't have prone in this game, but I like That's in my head, I feel like yeah. you know, it's pretty it's much like what you're this prone, is. so you have to get up. Mm-hmm. Not okay, well, I'm going to no, roll to kick some ass. Yeah. Now that Allie has fallen face <laughs> first into the, face into, first the into the pavement, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay. I'm going to roll to kick some ass and distract the strong man while Allie gets up. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, 11. Okay, great. Ooh, okay. I'm very good at kicking uh, some so ass. <laughs> when you get like a move like this, you know, there's some uh, extra things that you could do. You could either... Uh, take less damage uh, when when they get their essentially attack of opportunity essentially because I don't roll for enemies right mm-hmm. so they when you attack they attack um, so you can either take less damage you can do extra damage or you can push them somewhere you know uh, that you would like them to go uh, so what what's what's the how's this look uh, and, you know, what not to swings uh, my my new big hammer uh, right into his solar plexus. And I'm gonna take the the pushing him back option yes. um, to get him and the car he's still ostensibly holding above his head away from Allie. Okay. Okay. Very good. How much damage does the sledgehammer do? Uh, let me check my weapons. Uh, plus three harm. Uh, hand range heavy and messy are the descriptors. Okay. So three, huh? Okay. So all right. So you hit and you hit hard. Uh, I mean, because you know we're looking at the two tanks essentially of, <laughs> of the of the campaign. Uh, it's three. It's uh, it's tank versus tank versus tank essentially. Yep. Right. Well, I guess technically you two aren't fighting each other, but still. Well, tank, um, tank and tank versus tank. Yeah. It sounds like a, a very weird law firm. Tank and tank and tank. <laughs> Morgan and Morgan and Morgan. That's my oh favorite my law God. firm. <laughs> I know that law firm, and they just keep looping the and Morgan and Morgan. Yeah. And what a goofy ad. Anyway, uh, okay, so you push him away, which is good because the next uh, attack of opportunity essentially was going to be the car on Allie. Um, I figured. So oh, the boy. car does not uh, fall on Allie. Uh, the car does fall. Uh, the car takes two damage. I didn't know the car had hit points. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when I figured that we were going to be doing this, I, I was sure you, you were going to You sat it out my car. 
<laughs> pretty much the second I knew that you were, I was like, there's no way they're not going to try and just run yeah. this man over. I did that. And also from the last arc, I found that sometimes people do things with inanimate objects and I have no idea how sturdy they are. Okay. So I have to kind of come up with some stats on some of your traditional items. Okay. Um, just so I know if they... I, cause That's to me, clever. No, I like it. If you it. had a That's car great. and tried to run over 400 people, eventually the it's car true. itself it would, would be fall fucked apart. up too. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. car's like already totaled at this point. Like as soon as it hits the pavement, it's totaled. But that doesn't mean it can't drive. <laughs> so. Yeah. The the front of the vehicle uh, does crumple a little bit. It's not yeah. fully because, I mean, it's not a huge drop. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a big enough drop that it does that and the airbags go off. Great. Um, Good. And uh, did you have a CD in the CD player by any chance? Yeah, sure. Why not? What'd you have in there? Uh, that would be, it's a mix CD mm. that is primarily Bajas with a little bit of Violent Femmes. I see. Uh, and I hope you weren't planning on getting that back anytime soon. <laughs> uh, because when the car shifts and crumbles, it slips further into the car and it is scratched to hell. Oh, no. Uh, so unfortunately... <laughs> the violent fems are now the violent the scratched fems i don't yeah i thought nice i was gonna try. have something in time yeah nope. i really thought i was gonna have it there uh by the time i got to the end of the sentence uh okay blister in the sun more like blister in the cd port never mind <laughs> See, yeah, it's, it's weirdly not as easy as you think it is you know? um okay uh, at that point, so we're essentially now back at like the top of the order. Anyone can, either one of you can sort of take charge again. American we... music, more like no music. Okay. American I'm import. <laughs> no, is uh, no music. <laughs> okay. Sorry, uh, I'm done. You're good. <laughs> um, okay. Well, if the car's on the ground, that threat is neutralized. So that's good. So I would like to get up and charge him. That's what I got to do because I my shotgun's probably still in the car at this point. So, um, I can't point. imagine I took it with me. I don't. I feel like dropping seven feet to the ground with a shotgun in your hand is like not responsible <laughs> gun ownership. So, or like you know, that like is, I'm not. So I'm not gonna do that. Gun safety ads are yeah. just that. You know, when it's like a kid playing at home, a woman, you know, dropping out of a car. It's like yeah. these are all very standard things that we right. all find so, ourselves in these situations. I'm, you know, I'm a responsible gun owner, so I I left it in the car, um, and so I'm gonna charge at him and just try to attack with my claws. I appreciate that you call yourself a gun owner when you did in fact steal that gun. Did I? Yeah, I mean, Who's that's Officer Riggs' gun. <laughs> I mean, oh, she nobody remembers that far back. <laughs> that's true. They finders keepers, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. The, well, I, I don't know if you technically stole it now I think about it. He did drop it when a gargoyle stole him. Right. I'm so just, I'm hanging on to it you're for hanging him. hanging on to it. That's fair. Yeah, that's what it a is. A responsible gun borrower. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. So, you're going to claw attack. Then I sure am. That's, that's going to be ass. a nine. A nine. Okay, a mixed success. Um, okay, so how much do damage do, do your claws do? My claws are two harm, um, and I also have devastating. When I inflict harm, I may inflict plus one. So I'm going to make that three harm, please. Okay. Uh, I don't think I ever gave this, this guy a name, did I? 
We'll just I go with Vladimir. So. I mean, like that's such a standard stereotypical yeah. name, but like, yeah, it's also fun to say. So <clears throat> poor, poor little Vlad, he's looking fucked up. First of all, excuse you. Second of all, good. Poor little <laughs> Vlad. He threw my car. <laughs> I mean, he is. Okay. I want to point out. He threw your car. Yes. He is kind of evil. But he is a literal man. Facing two. Uh, one full cryptid, essentially. And one half cryptid. Okay, fine. One one mixed cryptid. Mixed? I don't know. I'll, I'll, no. we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, okay, that's nothing. Don't go hypnotizing a bunch um, of innocent people then if you don't want to fight some, you know, cryptids. Yeah. That's true. Well, okay, you know, now. You play with monsters, his... you're going to get burned. The claws. Yeah. The claws. Uh, I'm not going to this defense, today. He's not the one hypnotizing. <laughs> that's true. Uh, unless, unless you know, staring at his pecs is mesmerizing to Ooh. you. I mean, you know, I, I don't know how people, you know, float, uh, what floats their boats. But I mean, you know, if staring at like a guy who can do that thing where like, you know, yeah, well, that's hip. The, okay. Uh, nobody can deny that is hypnotizing. That's hypnotizing. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's um, pretty Terry obvious that a lot he's of, like culpable in the hypnotism. Yeah, I think yeah, so too. That's true. I was gonna say, and the thing is like, you know, I'm, I'm not a fan of a lot of the things that Terry Crews says, but when he does that thing where it's like bounce, 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 yes. I'm like, I, oh, well, hang yes. on now. Yes. Now, what, now, what's this yes. about? You know, and I got. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So, so he's you, not looking good. That's, I'm he's not glad looking to good. hear he's, it. He's, he's fucked up. Um, and he is not super stoked. So when you do this move, uh, he essentially, I mean, he doesn't have much that he can do at this point, right? Other than like use his fists. Well, you've gotten up close, per, up close and personal. Hell yeah. uh, and so because of that, he then has the ability to do the same thing. Oops. And he freehand palm to your face. Ow! Picks you up. <gasps> what? And and just chucks you. Oh uh, my and god! And you fly about six or seven feet, and you hit a like a like a just like a giant pole. It's not part of the tent. It's just like a, like a light pole. Uh, and you take three damage. Uh, Good. However, I'm assuming that's probably two, right? Because that's you have actually some armor? two. Yeah. Okay. But so you take to damage on that. Okay. Great. <sighs> great. Great, 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 great. And you know, just so, as some transparency, <clears throat> he essentially has two moves. Right? I, and I'll let you know them. The throw is his biggest move. Uh it does the most damage and like punches or like backhands or something like that uh do two. However, he kind of has a little bit of that uh makeshift weapon thing. So if he was able to use the car, that would have added damage as well. Yeah, so real that glad would have that done, didn't happen. That would have done four damage. So it's a good thing you got that out of his out of his hand. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Um, so at this point, both of you have attacked him. So uh, Noctis is probably closest. Allie is, I don't know. I mean, you're probably like somewhat winded, but I mean, you're still capable of the fight, you know, obviously. Uh, yeah. So, how are you uh, approaching this heaping mountain of a man? Uh, I'm going to roll to kick some ass. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> 15? Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. With my... Do you have an advanced kick some ass? Yeah. Move? I have plus three on Jesus. kick some ass. So, because my tough is maxed out. So, uh, I'll, I'll give you one of these three options you can either 
uh, add plus one forward to both of you for your next roll. You can suffer no harm at all, so he won't be able to attack whatsoever uh, against you. Uh, or you can attack and inflict double uh, of your harm that you just did. Whatever you do, don't kill him. Yeah, I think inflicting double the harm would probably kill him. So I will take uh, one forward for each of us. Yay. Okay. And this is still this is still the sledgehammer. Yeah. So this is I'm going to swing it at his okay. knee. So won't kill him, but it Ow. will not be fun, oh and God. it'll make him God. very hard to get around. Hey, yeah, if it makes him <laughs> stop, that's good. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> all right. So this is funny to me. Uh, so you, like, almost like golf swing, I guess, in order to hit the kneecap, and. Uh, you know when you go to the doctors to get a checkup, <laughs> and you, and they take that little thing and they go mm-hmm. to your knees and you, you they check your reflexes. So you smash his knee, and he essentially has the same reaction. Uh, so he kicks you. We're gonna call this a thing. Is I think you've got two armor. So the problem is that this move is a is a two yeah. harm. So I think it means that you take no harm. Damn. Okay, I should have made this man a little stronger. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so essentially he does kick you. It does hurt, but it doesn't do any like actual damage Mm -hmm. to you, but it is kind of like, you're like, oh, then he just sort of gets you back a little bit and you're like, oh, okay. Ow. Smart. (laughs) Stub my toes sort Um, of situation. Okay. Earlier on, I said he's looking fucked up. He's looking fucked up. But is he still standing? He is. I mean, he's standing. It is. Barely. Okay. Um, so <laughs> my best suggestion is be careful because there's not a lot of health left on this man if you don't want to kill him. So here's the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need to heal because I've got three harm and I'm pretty sure once you hit four, you become, I don't know, it's just bad, right? Like how far, how much harm do I have to get before things are unstable? So basically you have four harm where you're, like, okay. Then you right. have four harm where you're not doing great. So if I get and another then, harm, things will be bad right now. Right. Well, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier. It's like you're you're like, okay, and then you're fucked up, and then you're fucked up. You okay. I mean? And then, you, so, then you're essentially, I think, actually technically unconscious, but you can still take damage if someone doesn't heal you in time. And then all, that, all that being said, I can heal myself. It just requires taking some of that guy's hit points. So... Um, I think I'm gonna go do that. So you're going yeah. to feed? Yeah, I'm gonna go feed. I'm gonna go run, run back up to him, or maybe like while Noctis was, you know, keeping him busy with the hammer, I was sneaking up on him, and okay. then I'm like, hey, and like I don't know, like turn around because we have to face each other, and then like put my hand up to his neck or something, and then do my feed attack, uh, which I will now roll. <laughs> hmm. That was a fifteen. <laughs> Good lord. Okay, with the feet. It only is... does one harm though, but it gives me one health back. So that's I'm I like you know. So I was just super successful on that. Um. Hang on, I gotta look at his health again. Uh. Yeah, it only does one harm. Okay. Um. Even with a 15, like, it doesn't do, like, extra if you go No, it doesn't 12. do extra, although I could inflict more, but if I inflict more, it doesn't matter to me because it's not 
Oh, so you uh, could do two me. harm, but it still does one. It only heal. heals me one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. But we'll just. I mean, either way, uh, I would just say that one harm or two harm will knock them out. Uh. So you heal yourself for one point of damage, and uh, do you say anything? You know, like, do you have any kind of like one liner as you mm-hmm. essentially make him go night night? No, okay. No, uh, I can't think of anything. No, I think okay. she's just in this this moment where she's like, I just need to take care of myself right now. Like, and, and sure. feel um, better. <laughs> he kind of says something. I I can't speak Russian, so uh-huh. I don't know what he says. He says something he, rude. No. <laughs> he does say something probably that like you probably can't repeat in front of your mother kind of thing uh, in Russian. And then just like a sack of potatoes. Thump, I mean, like, God. I mean, it's like a, it almost kind of shakes the ground. He just, you know, drops uh, and he is out like a light. Well, hello there, everybody. Uh, I do apologize. I'm not on my good microphone. I am using... Um, just like a headset microphone, because I am on the road. I do have my good equipment with me, but it's currently packed up because I'm about to uh, move again. Uh, So this episode is coming out to you a little late, and I do apologize for that. There's been a bunch of different stuff that's led to that. Plus, I needed to stall for time for what's going to be coming up in a few episodes. Um, You're not going to understand what that means just yet, But in, I want to say, like, maybe two months' time, you're going to hear the first set of episodes for what I've been stalling for, and you're going to go, oh, now it makes sense as to why he needed extra time, because it's a lot of setup. Um, But anyway, um, if, you know, if you haven't heard the news as well, something that also has been adding to the lateness here, uh, I currently live in New Orleans, and, um, well... Hurricane Ida just hit, and so I'm currently temporarily displaced. Uh, According to neighbors, my home is still intact, uh, but we're not going to have power for probably weeks at this point. So um, there's a bunch of different things going on there with that. But basically, I'm here to do just a real quick ad break just to sort of fill you in on what's going on with uh, mid takes, you know, to let you know that, uh, you know, knock on wood. Um, I, the rest of the episodes, you know, for, for at least a good while should all be on time. Um, I was planning on having this episode come out last week, um, at the, at the proper time. Uh, but then again, because of the hurricane and stuff like that, I evacuated and then I needed some time to kind of process and make other plans. So, uh, again, I apologize for it being a bit late, but you know, we've got it out now. So here you go. Um, this is a good time to also remind you that we do have some merch for this show and also plenty of other Scavengers Network shows up on the Scavengers Network store, www.scavengersnetwork.com. Uh, and then you can go to the shop button. I think it's called store, but um, still, www.scavengersnetwork.com slash shop will take you to uh, show by show. Um I plan on having some some new mid-take stuff out actually pretty soon. Um, but in the meantime, 
There's stuff for mint takes. There's stuff for uh, spooky spouses. There's stuff for timeline scavengers now. Uh, and we have a few new things that are going to be dropping very soon as well. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. We have a couple meetings coming up uh, with some shows and some people to make um, some merch uh, come out this fall. And last, before we go back to the show, um, it's really been a long time since we've done like an ad ad here. Uh, but I felt like it was time to, um, to chat with you real quick about um, one of the partners that we have here at the Scavengers Network, which is Hello Tushy. Um, turn your bathroom into the private spa oasis you've always wanted with a Tushy bidet. Every spray to your booty hole. <laughs> okay, I'm 30 years old now. I still can't get through that sentence. Every spray to your booty hole will transport you to a relaxing spa experience in the comfort of your own bathroom. Why a bidet? Well, let me tell you, friends, using dry toilet paper is, that's, you know, the past. It's the future now. It's 2021. We're wearing masks. We're cleaning things more frequently. And, you know, you expel air through your mouth, but you also expel air. <laughs> Sometimes you expel air through your mouth. Okay, I can't finish that sentence. Anyway, the whole point is that we're all trying to be cleaner. So maybe there's another part of you that you could take the time to make cleaner and just like feel better, smoother, more aerodynamic. It's just going to feel so much better. Uh, plus, it cuts down on the amount of, uh, you know, billions of gallons of water and bleach uh, and trees to make toilet paper annually. So it's a you know, more economically and ecologically friendly opportunity. Plus, it installs really easily in just about 10 minutes. It fits pretty much every standard toilet out there and some of those one-piece toilets. There's no electricity, plumbing, or significant other required in order to do it. You just unscrew the toilet seat, pop the tushy bidet on, and connect it to water, and you're ready to go. Uh, and right now, if you go over to hellotushy.com, you can get your Scavengers Network exclusive 10% off of your first order with promo code SCAVENGE. Once again, 10% off your order with promo code SCAVENGE, and you can redeem that at hellotushy.com and start having a healthier bathroom experience today. Okay, and as always, hit us up on Twitter at MythTakesCast to send us your theories, your questions, and uh, to talk about this arc and the future of MythTakes. This episode came out on September 2nd, 2021, which means we will see you again on September 16th. And until then, enjoy the rest of today's episode. At this point, the car is... Uh, I mean, it's there. It can kind of run, but I mean, it's not doing great. Okay, can I please... Uh, either... I, I don't know if it's read a bad situation or investigate a mystery, but I need to know if I can do life drain on him again without murdering him. So is there any way for me to just kind of like see what's up? And like, um, and kind of assess how much life is left in this guy. Like, what can I roll for that? Let's do. Let's do investigate a mystery. I mean, they're both plus sharp. 
I was going to say, um, it doesn't matter. They're both plus sharp, and I don't get any bonuses on either of them. So. Yeah, so go ahead um, and roll plus sharp, and just see if you can figure it out. That was 11. Okay. Um, hang on. i got to look at his health again, because I already forgot what I marked down. You could drain him one more time, uh, and he would still be alive. Okay. And I, I need... I, but at this point, I mean, again, barely. Okay. Uh, I think as he goes down, I just continue to do it. So I'm just going to do life drain again. Okay. Um, which I still have to roll for. Mm-hmm. But I will let you know if you somehow, I mean, I think you get to choose, but if you do two damage, he, he will die. Oh yeah. No, I do get to choose and I will not okay. choose to do that. Okay. Um, that was a 10. <laughs> now I'm getting good rolls. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm is... back down to one harm. So I feel okay. better. <laughs> um, so you're, you're feeling a little better. Uh, I mean, Noctis, I mean, again, pretty much has just brushed everything <laughs> off. Fine. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and with that, uh, you can now go into the tent. There's nothing preventing you from going into the tent. Noctis, do you think we should still do the car thing, or should we just kind of look for a plug to unplug? What's your take uh, Noctis here? reaches in the like broken car window and turns off the keys of the car and takes out the keys and like hands them to Allie. <laughs> great. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Um, can I, I want to go like, can I just sneak up to the corner of the tent and try to get a little peek in there and see what's going on? Kind I mean, of assess the situation. You can roll for it. I can roll for it. It's a role playing game. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So sure. okay, what what are you trying to figure out? I just want to know if if the if all the hypnosis shit is still going on. Honestly. Okay. Like, um, is all that still happening, or has everything has have things changed? Because like like if we go, I want to know if all the lights and shit are still on because we wanted to turn it off somehow, and if it already is off, like there's no fucking point. So and we have to go in the tent. So. I I think this is probably investigate a mystery. I think that's okay. probably the closest. Nine. Okay, you can ask essentially one question. So I will let you sneak up to the edge of the curtain, uh, and then you can ask one solitary question. Okay, what can hurt it? Uh, and to, to clarify, to, what can hurt what? The hypnosis. How do I free the people? What can hurt what is controlling the pe- the spectators? This game is fun because these questions are like, don't always fit exactly what we're doing. And then the keeper <laughs> has to like figure out how to yeah. answer it without well, I mean, messing it's more up. Of, it's more of, okay. It, it's more of, I'm trying to think of like a way to make it sound more enticing essentially, because there's essentially two answers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, they're both, I mean, they're both a little bit, like, for lack of a better term, like, low-hanging fruit, essentially, for for the answer. So I'm trying, I want to make it a little bit more colorful, essentially. It's twofold. Okay. Uh, you could cut the lights. You know, you could stop the, essentially, like, the swirling imagery and stuff like that. Uh, however, it is not as simple as just doing that. You will, at the end of the day still have to take out the ringleader because it is the ringleader's spell. The swirling thing, uh, 
the the all the swirls and the you know the sort of like hypnosis you know mumbo jumbo typical stuff that you see in like movies and things that is there to essentially distract keep the mind from essentially fighting what's happening to them because it's very distracting they sort of zone out and it's easier to ensnare the mind okay uh, so just turning that stuff off will not snap them out of it um however uh, it is a key component, essentially, to his ability to continue to hold them there. Well, and it also poses a threat to us to have that stuff on because... Yes. At least to Allie, anyway, since she's, like, half human. I don't know. I can't remember if Noctis actually had to roll for it or not, but... Uh, you both you both had to roll for it, okay. and you were both successful. Uh, and, yes, okay, so that was another thing. Is well, that... I was partially successful because then I was having some problems with it. Right. Which so, is when... I decided we needed to go and that's all this all happened. <laughs> so So that and that was another thing was I was trying to basically not have to specifically give that away because that doesn't an, that's not a part of the answer to your question. Right. That's part of the answer to another thing. But since you have remembered that, I will freely give out that information that yes, if you don't take it out, you would have to essentially at the start of every round have to like fight against it again. Okay. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Well, then my next move would to be to go look for some kind of power supply, but it feels weird to roll investigate a mystery twice in a row. So maybe I, I just don't turn think, to knock this. I don't this think and, it's necessarily okay. investigate. I think at this think point, so? it's just a matter of, um, you know, do you think that the two of you, I mean, and you can, I mean, I will accept whatever answer you give me, right? You know, whether you say, yep, for sure, we could do that because of blah, blah, blah. Or if you're like, ooh, I don't know if we would be able to figure this out. If you were to go to a carnival and there were a bunch of lights and stuff like that plugged in, would you, do you think your characters would be able to find the power supply for all of these things and take it We out? would find some kind of power supply because like last time I went to a carnival, there was like, you know, they have all of like the yeah, wires and like power supply stuff like on the, the ground and there's little yeah. yellow uh, steps over it. Yeah, so you just look for that and then follow it back to the source. So that's what I would do. Okay. So yep. I would, Allie would tr- turns to Noctis and is like, okay, we need to cut the power supply. We know this. So what you're looking for is like a big black snake or something on the ground. So let's just go find that and mess it up. <laughs> it's not a real snake though. It's just like explaining <laughs> what it looks like. <laughs> I was just about to say, if you hadn't specified, I was going to say, it's not an how actual long snake. does it yeah. take Noctis to realize it? It's yeah. not an actual snake. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see anything looking for written. a snake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh God. So, and then, and then that's, yeah, no, uh, I guess what we do, right? Like, Sure. Okay. So you find it. We'll, we'll we'll go with you find this thing. Perfect. My next question is, is how do you disrupt it? Is probably is the way I'll go. Is the wording I will go with. As just hey, Noctis, I- <laughs> you saw that sword. Noctis <laughs> winks and reaches in their trench coat and pulls out their big sword and brings it down on the cables and cuts them in half. Roll kick some ass for me. <laughs> uh, 12. You are very lucky, and wow. here's why. I was thinking, I want to see if they go with the tank mentality of, let's slice and dice. <laughs> or if you were going to go, I did. let's look for a switch. And 
Because if you found a <laughs> switch not. and just flipped it or found something and unplugged it, I would have accepted that. If you attack and you had failed, you would have been electrocuted pretty bad. <laughs> because cutting through a live wire. Yeah, it's kind of like putting a rough. fork in a socket, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, with a 12, I will say that there's no harm, no foul. Um, Playing a tank is again, so fun. <laughs> lucky roll. I wrote down that failing uh, to cut wires is five damage. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I wrote five specifically because both of you have armor. And yeah. I was like, you yeah. know, if I say it's three, then, you know, one They're of you will take They're both going to be like, two. whatever. Yeah. yeah. You'll just go, that's oh, fine. Just another yeah. hit. <laughs> but I was like, no, I, if, if you choose to cut through it and you mess up, I wanted your character to feel that. And I would be like, you know, real world physics sometimes can still take out. What do you mean creatures. I can't just punch it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta just had it with my sword. I'm having fun playing a tank. This is the first time I've ever played a tank. <laughs> Same. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fun to just be able to hit stuff, yep. and that's just what I do. Like, I love it. <laughs> that's fair. When we did the live show for Myth Takes, I played a ranger that, type yeah. for the first time in my life. And being a ranger, I've never been, like, a long-range, like, fighter in, like, tabletop role-playing stuff. And I fucking crushed it. He I don't think so I took good. damage once. And I, yeah. I mean, I was just like trick shot like <laughs> McGee over here. And I was like, this rules. I was like, no one can touch me. It was great. Uh, Folks, the, uh, what Colin is referring to is the live Myth Takes show that was done for the Scavengers Network Indie Podcast Showcase mm-hmm. Weekend uh, where we played Shiver. And it was very good. And, and it will be on our Patreon pretty soon, yes. actually. So if you um, want that, you can go to patreon.com slash scavengers network mm-hmm. and uh for as little as what two dollars a month? month yeah you can you can get that and so much more <laughs> and now that the ad break is over let's get back to the mystery now okay <laughs> i i'll probably just won't even do an ad break in this one i'll just have this be just in Heck the middle yeah. it's right you're welcome it. did your work for you thank you yeah. uh okay, okay so, so you have just vanquishes the cables <laughs> the cable snakes <laughs> the sna- yeah the cable snakes I, uh, I held my hand out for a high five. Noctis high fives you. <laughs> okay, sweet. Okay, tight. <laughs> I was like, do we do that? <laughs> I would have loved like a scene where it's like high five and she's like. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was me like essentially like grabbing the top of the hand almost like a handshake and just like shaking it. That's probably um, what happened the first time. I was going to say, Noctis has then, been around yeah. people for a few months now. And then so. they, yeah, and then has been around learned. the humans long enough. Yeah. I was going to say, here's the thing. If you've been in the bunker Long enough to be around TJ, you I've for sure five. know You've learned yeah. high fives and like fist I was bumps. just gonna say yes, yeah. I like, fist bumped, I've high fived them. I've done the one arm bro hug point, where you like clasp hands and then like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. At All one point, you definitely went to do like a fist bump with Hank, and he's like, I don't, I don't understand what. <laughs> And, like, and he's the one that does the awkward thing. So he just sort of like taps the top of it. And he's like, I don't know it. Okay, thanks. And just walks away. Um, so you have vanquished the electric snake, um, the land eel. And uh, you hear, I mean, it's almost like, you know, like a TV show, right? You hear like a thump, 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 thump. As like essentially like as you cut it and like the power levels uh, start to dip between different um like breakers and points essentially as it starts to power down because it has like a feed essentially 
uh, you are left with just emergency lighting. Uh, the only real light left is what was essentially already on the fairgrounds that are part of the um, like the city grid kind of thing. It is much darker now. You are, we'll say, a two-minute walk from the tent. And when you turn around, it's very quiet. The music has died down. You know, there's been sort of carnival music this whole time, you know. Uh, You watch as the Ferris wheel slowly stops turning and kind of comes to a halt. There's no one in there because essentially, somehow, they've managed to get everybody in the carnival into the tent for the main event. Um, you know, things like the the water uh, race thing. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Where you, yeah. Like all of those things, they have... The ski ball machines are no longer running. The, the hot dog, you know, rotisserie thing has stopped spinning. The can- cotton candy machine is now off. I'm sorry. You may no longer pick up more cotton candy. I'm so sorry. Not this. Um, the funnel cakes have stopped oozing out onto plates. All you hear for about five, ten seconds is everything shuts down and you are met with just the crickets. It's kind of peaceful for a brief moment. And then you feel it. It's almost like Spidey sense, you know, for Spider-Man. The hair on the back of your neck just shoots up. And it's not like static electricity left over from the wires that you've cut through. You hear a sound. And it is inhuman. It is kind of enough to almost make your stomach turn. You hear a very faint shuffling sound. And things slowly start to come into focus as your eyes adjust to the darkness. From around the corner of the tent, the rest of the people that were initially chasing after you who are all on foot come into focus Oh no! but without the carnival music and without all the other things it seems as if something about their demeanor has changed they are no longer walking around and moving you know willy-nilly kind of you know floaty free everything like that The reason why earlier I had a moment of sort of, uh, yeah, no, I mean, they're not human. They used to be. Oh, no. You see, part of what happens here is hypnosis, but there's also a little bit more. The ringleader of this whole shebang is a lot more formidable. I'm going to say that word without stumbling over it. The ringleader of this whole shebang is a lot more formidable than you imagined. There were all sorts of magic at play here at the carnival, because there always is. The carnival is a magical time. 
this is a little different because from around the corner of the carnival, you see shambling bodies as the once living clowns and carnival workers start to edge around the corner and you hear low and getting louder and louder with every step. The carnival zombies have arrived. (laughs) Oh no! February 2nd. Hey, Colin, I was just thinking about making a podcast where we go scene by scene through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. James, I love that. That is a great idea. I'll tell you what, see if you can flesh it out just a little bit more, and then we'll get back together again soon and talk about it again. Scene 4. Flashback. Setting. February 20th. Man, I can't stop thinking about that idea of James's. It was so interesting. I wonder if we could do it in some sort of, like, chronological order. Scene 1. Present Day. Setting. March 2nd. Colin, I was thinking about that Marvel podcast idea I had last month. Oh, yes, that idea. Oh, I love it so much. I remember it like yesterday. Scene 3. Present Day. Minutes later. God, we were so young back then. It turns out I've been thinking about that podcast, too. Really? What were you thinking? All right, let me paint you a picture. It was a couple of days after President's Day. Scene 5. Present day. Minutes after that. Chronological, huh? That's a pretty good idea. So, like, if there's a flashback, we put it in the place on the timeline that's being flashed back to? Yeah. What, What do you think? I think absolutely. Let's do it. Why don't we call it Timeline Scavengers? Scene six, the future. Oh, how are we not done yet? That's my secret, Colin. We'll never be done. Timeline Scavengers, assembling the MCU timeline forever. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content.